Are you familiar with the video game Fortnite? Even if you don't know what it is, chances are you've seen the name or witnessed its cultural impact, or, or maybe you saw some people out on the street in their cosplay uh, costumes uh, from, from that game. Fortnite is a free-to-play online game that drops you and 99 other players on an island in a winner-takes-all battle royale. The game spread like wildfire after its release, and in less than two years, it spawned myriad memes, dance moves, and phrases. Video games like Fortnite have been a huge part of pop culture for Gen Xers, Millennials, and now Zers. Even baby boomers joined in that craze early on by buying the first widely owned system, Atari. Now, there's controversy about whether our interest in gaming is a healthy habit, but this phenomenon is clearly not going away. When I was a kid, there was no such thing as video games. There were no PCs, no cell phones, and only three TV channels. But you know what? I really enjoyed my childhood. And strangely enough, some of that's because I got involved in pest control. Now, I know that sounds weird, but let me explain that on this episode of Pop Agriculture. I grew up in southwest Denver, Colorado, during the 1950s in a neighborhood of cookie-cutter little three-bedroom houses with families raising baby boomers like me. We all had nice green lawns to play on, and that was my major exposure to plants, except for enjoying the forests in the nearby mountains. And there were no farmers in my family line as far back as any of us knew, and there weren't any crops being grown close by. I did get help in my grandpa's garden, and that was fun. I didn't actually get interested in agriculture until my undergraduate days, although I do remember seeing bumper stickers when I was in high school that said, don't complain about farmers with your mouth full, and I thought that made sense. But of course, even as that young kid in our little suburban paradise, I did experience pests and sometimes decided to take action. There were these things called lawn moths, which we sometimes called millers, and the feeding by their caterpillar larvae underground would create bear patches in our otherwise perfect lawns. Well, I was into World War I airplanes at that point, so I would pretend that I was a pilot of a Fokker triplane and would run around the yard with a badminton racket to have dogfights whenever a moth would fly up from the grass. I would swipe the racket through the air to shoot down the enemy. Now, I know that the Fokker was the enemy plane, but gee, a triplane is cooler than a biplane. I don't remember anybody commenting on this strange behavior of mine. Anyway, this was something I did that's pretty analogous to playing a video game. It's just I actually got some exercise in the process. Now, there was a category of pest control that my dad actually asked me to do. He had about a four-foot-long translucent plastic tube that had a valve on the bottom that would release a little bit of liquid when you pressed the tube down. And it was designed to deliver a little bit of herbicide. And my instruction was to give it a poke to any dandelion plants in the lawn. I'm guessing the herbicide was 2,4-D, which is safe for grass. But in a funny way, I was ahead of my time doing precision application, which is now a really big thing in agriculture. Now, the upside of this selective weed control strategy was that it didn't get applied to the clover in the lawn. And my sister liked to make clover chains from those flowers. 
In my teen years, my first summer job was mowing lawns. I mowed ours as well as my grandparents, and I expanded my business to tending the lawns for several of the neighbors, particularly the older ones. It's funny, but I can't remember seeing a kid mowing a lawn in any of the neighborhoods I've lived in for the past 25 years. I've included this mowing thing in my story because I later came to realize that mowing is a form of weed management. Most broadleaf weeds can't survive in a mowed turf because their growing point gets cut off when the mower goes by. I also had a bit of experience with vertebrate pests. There was a cherry tree growing right outside my bedroom window, and I really looked forward to that time each summer when we could pick some tree-ripe fruit. Of course, there were also birds that knew about the tree, and they would eat at and peck at some of the cherries, and the damaged cherries would rot. So I would tie aluminum foil plates in the branches of the tree to try to scare them away. I wish I had known what I know now, which is that there's a chemical called methyl anthranilate. This is the thing that gives Welch's grape juice its distinctive flavor. Well, that chemical can act as a bird repellent. What it does to a bird is to stimulate the same trigeminal nerves that we get stimulated if we consume the capsaicin in hot peppers. Of course, I would have had to have sprayed it every couple of days because that chemical is very volatile. The other exposure I had to pests was in my beloved grandpa's garden. Now, he was a typesetter at the Rocky Mountain News, and his dad had been a mining engineering professor. He had no ag background, but as a World War I vet, he took the World War II challenge to grow a victory garden very seriously. The idea was that by gardening, citizens could contribute to the war effort. And he was also a very early subscriber to Organic Gardening magazine from the Rodale Institute. And when he retired, he really further developed his passion for his garden, and, and I would help him tend it. Now, my grandpa's version of organic was very much focused on the idea of building soil health with, with compost and mulch and things like that. And that soil health aspect is what I still consider to be the actual contribution of the founders of the organic movement. So grandpa's organic wasn't about what you don't do, but about what you do do. Now, if he used any natural pesticides, I'm not sure, but I would at times help him pick off the caterpillars that would attack his garden. And I was aware of some other kinds of pests. I don't ever remember having issues with mice or rats, but we would sometimes get these big ant invasions, and I would get bit by ants even when I was playing in the sandbox. And we would sometimes get flights of grasshoppers, and again I would pull out the old badminton racket. Well, I learned very early on that you had to be cautious places where there might be a black widow spider, I think I knew that most spiders are actually beneficial. And we did have to deal with mosquitoes and use the DEET repellent, particularly on mountain hikes and camping trips. When I was in high school, I was once a counselor at a Boy Scout summer camp. We stayed in cabins while the scouts were in tents. And at night, large black beetles would be attracted to the light in the cabin and come in through the gap under the door. We stole some uh, mimeograph fluid from the office. Did you guys remember that foul-smelling stuff? Anyway, when a beetle ran in, one of us would douse it with a bit of the fluid, and another would touch it with a burning match. Now, that was definitely not a safe approach to pest control. Kids, don't try this at home. But many of us Boy Scouts had pyromaniac tendencies. Fortunately, the cabin floor was concrete, and luckily, we never got caught. So that's what I can remember about my interaction with pests growing up. 
As I often like to say, modifying a line from the movie Princess Bride, life means having to deal with pests, Highness, and anyone who tells you differently is selling something. I don't know if these childhood experiences influenced my eventual path into the pest management arena, but maybe they set the stage. So here I am around 50 years after being that kid in Denver. I still deal with pests in my garden, and I work with clients who are creating new ways to combat those pests for the benefit of the world's farmers and the world's homeowners. Living in Southern California, I don't have a lawn because our water is too precious for me to justify watering one. And I don't even think I have a badminton racket anymore. So I never got to play video games, but wouldn't it be cool if someone developed one where you get to fly around and shoot down pests? They could call it battle pests. You can follow me on Twitter at GrapeDoc, at G-R-A-P-E-D-O-C, and visit my blog at www.popagriculture.com.